Hello, Inspired Girls. I'm Jessica, and I'm on the Inspired team here at X Church. And sadly, today we end this season of our Inspired podcast. We're so glad that you joined us in these conversations and are thrilled to see what comes next. Today, we reminisce and personally pick out our favorite episodes of this season. We talk about the behind the scenes prep and what went into every discussion and even tell you which ones made us nervous to talk about. One thing I know is true. We are all on a journey of learning and discovering. Megan, Janice, and I don't have it all figured out, but we found throughout this episode that God is at work in different areas in all our lives. We found out that things that can be hard and intimidating to talk about are a part of us looking more like Jesus. Patience, endurance, and grace are the name of the game in our faith walks, and we're here for it. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, ladies. Yes, and we're gentlemen. here. <laughs> we're gentlemen. here again. Yep. Can't get rid of us. I know. We're excited. This is our very last episode of this season. Well, I say excited, but really I mean bittersweet. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. It's very bittersweet. Yeah. I mean, we were just, just talking before we started about, oh my gosh, this yeah. is, you yeah. know, it's been wonderful. But I feel like it's been like a way of life. Like it's a recurring event in my calendar. Yeah. Yes. Now I'll have to put an end date on it well we will be back again just closing out this season and um pointing us to some really fun things ahead yes all things inspired oh yes. we've got summer circles ahead mm-hmm. some inspired oh, circles then we're going to be doing a book so of the bible which i'm personally really excited about because it's going to be great i love yeah. being able to go through god's word and just just, you know, some not someone else's chewed up meat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love other books and I learn greatly from other books, but mm-hmm. there's just something about being able to go through scripture and, um, you know, read a commentary on it or just even ask, I mean, before, you know, studying, asking mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit to guide you and to give you insight to That's what right. his word says. Yeah. So we got inspired summer circles and then we have... The conference. Oh, Woo. come on. Yeah. Oh. It was so good last year. I oh, know. and it's going to be oh even gosh. more incredible this year. Yeah. Just so a little good. sneak peek. We have come out with a theme, and it's called Glory Days. Okay. Now, how many people are thinking about that song? There's a song. What song? Sing it. Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> okay. Look what it up. It? Okay. How old is I- Bruce? Bruce, are you listening? Bruce. <laughs> Wait, is he still is he still alive? Yes, he's still alive. <laughs> we learn from Janice every week yes. without fail. Oh, oh, okay. By the way, Jude the other day, my oldest, um, Phoenix got out Play-Doh and started playing with it. And Jude was like, do you know what Play-Doh is used for? And I was like, I know. And Jude's like, to clean the walls. I was like, oh. <laughs> How did you, an 11-year-old, know this? He was like, I read it in a book. <gasps> cool. <laughs> Are you smarter than a fifth grader is for real at my house. <laughs> and it's And I'm not. I would not pass. See, I've been validated by a fifth grader. I love <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, t- I told him that Miss Janice talked about that on the episode. So, <laughs> What we- episode was that on? <sighs> Spring cleaning. Yeah. Spring, Spring cleaning. Yeah. Toxic friendships. Yeah. yeah, if you haven't listened that to that good. one, you're going to want to go back oh, and listen. Good. But, okay, so... 
With this being our last episode, I thought it was only appropriate to kind of jog our memory in things that we've talked about this mm-hmm. season. What have we talked about? We've talked oh about what was the first one was goals. Goals. Uh-huh. Um, we talked about the role of women. Parenting. Oh, yes. Parenting, Parenting too. Yes. Yeah. Um, Forgiveness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was Rolls Megan, her that eyes. was Megan's favorite. <laughs> why do you or why are you hate on that episode? I just don't like the word. I think if we named it something different, it'd be better. <laughs> you mean like, like forgiveness being like one of the key <laughs> words of your whole salvation? Like, you know, when you get like a test question and it's like check all that apply and you just check like the most appealing ones <laughs> and like forgiveness just wouldn't be was not appealing. <laughs> Oh gosh, Um, we've talked about transparency and Mm -hmm. perfectionism. We Mm -hmm. talked about toxic relationships, Mm -hmm. truth and identity. Mm -hmm. Okay, so which ones were okay? Which ones were your favorite? Not because of maybe the conversation, but Mm -hmm. because of the topic. Maybe one that you were sitting behind this microphone thinking. Almost kind of like a, a tear between, oh my gosh, I'm really afraid to talk about this because I'm learning this right now and I'm, I'm, yeah. this is speaking yeah, to good. my soul mm-hmm. or, um, it, kind of the tear between that and I, I like this because I'm, I'm living in this right now. I feel, so I think I had, I have two. One that was like the tear between, oh my gosh, this is pulling out my soul because this is something like it's a conviction for me something that I know is like what I want to work towards and that was the forgiveness episode check all that apply (laughs) (laughs) and I really enjoyed that one because it was do you ever feel like sometimes you're struggling with something and even if you don't have a solution to it just like saying it out loud Mm -hmm. like helps yeah I I feel like it's almost the first step in tackling a a an area yeah and so I feel like forgiveness for me I viewed it this is why it was so hard for me to talk about is because I view it as this like internal struggle and like all up to me and just like my mindset and what I'm putting out to others and then just saying it out loud just kind of made it like I was really nervous to talk about it and to just I don't know. Sometimes it's just vulnerable when people know like what you struggle with, you know? Yeah. But it was almost freeing too, because that conversation was like validating how I felt towards it. Like, it's not like to me, sometimes I feel guilty because it's not this thing that I'm like happy to do, you know? And, but I (laughs) know like anybody, (laughs) right. But I know like it's what I'm called to do Mm -hmm. and I'm called to do it in a certain way. And so for me, like, I almost feel like shame or guilt around it when I don't want to forgive. Mm -hmm. And so just, like, being able to talk about it and how I've grown and how I, like, project that I will grow more, like, because it is a process. Like, it is the process. Mm -hmm. But it just felt so good to talk. Like, I've never talked about it in just plain conversation, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. much less to, like, however many people are playing it on their way to work. Mm So that one just really tugged at my soul and was like a bit like my palms were sweating the whole time. And the last time they were sweating that bad was when I gave my life to Jesus. So <laughs> hmm. it was like, sounds like it could be a big deal. Like, yeah. um, 
<sighs> and so that one, for those reasons, was like really, it was really challenging for me, but it was also like I found a lot of freedom in just recording that episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I don't know, it just made me really proud of myself. Even though I haven't progressed like where I eventually want to be, I've made a little bit of progress, which is somewhere I never thought I'd be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. was like mm-hmm. being well, like saying yeah. it out loud. Kind like of felt you like said, the process, it takes yeah. time. Yeah. And yeah. so like yeah. sometimes the first step is just acknowledging that that is what, like, like you said, that is what I'm called to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, and then that might be the, as far as you get for a little bit. <laughs> like, right. I know this is on my plate. <laughs> yeah. It's like the veggies you leave on your plate at the end of the night. <laughs> You're like, I know I it's there. I always eat my veggies. What are you talking about? It's, yeah. I know it's there, but like, I'll get to it. And what was your second one? My second one was kind of the reverse where it was like really, um, like something I think really attests to my generation and our culture and something that I felt blessed to like see the other side of. So forgiveness for me is like a challenge that I hadn't really experienced, like, the fruit of it. And for this one, that episode on truth and identity was something that I have, like, felt personally and witnessed the fruits of where I align my own truth and my mm-hmm. identity. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is also, like, probably a reason why you like talking about it because yeah. I really do feel like God moves us along a spectrum, a process. And when we find freedom in an area... Mm-hmm. That's what God designed us to do was want yeah. to tell others about it. And That's really right. what that yeah. means is it's giving God glory mm-hmm. yeah. because you're recognizing that my identity is not myself mm-hmm. and what I can do it's in Christ's work yeah. on the cross. And you want to share that with others. And so it becomes a platform for saying, look what he's done. There's yeah. a, there's a yeah. verse in um, Psalm, I think it's Psalm 66. Um, Come, let me tell you what he, he's done for me. And, uh, my husband and I had that actually, it, it was, there was a song. I don't know if you, any old schoolers out there, but do you remember David Crowder? Yeah. Yes. You're, you're too Crowder. young. Are you? Crowder is still around. Oh, he is still around. Yeah. I forget. Okay. But his old Come stuff, on, Jess. I know he's like still in passion. <laughs> <laughs> David, it didn't mean to bury you with Bruce. Bruce <laughs> David, are you listening David. <laughs> with Bruce? <laughs> um, but anyway, he had written a song a long time ago on like one of his first albums and it was from it was deriv- like derived from Psalm sixty six, and it says, "Come, let me tell you what He's done for me." And I I felt like or that was actually sung at our wedding by my husband, and it's because when we were standing there on the altar, we wanted everybody to know, "Hey, yeah. this is I mean, like this marriage is not possible because like we're great at this, or mm-hmm. we love each other, or you know whatever." It's because of what God has done in our life. All, yeah, all along so the way in the little tiny things leading up right. to that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. It's always the little things step by step. Yeah. 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 That's absolutely true. I felt like, um, like I, I grew up in church and then I kind of, I don't know if you guys remember from the first episode, I talked a little bit about like my faith journey. I went through kind of a deconstruction construction phase. And then actually a year ago on, what was it? The 14th. So pie day, which was Tuesday yesterday. I had pizza. <laughs> My students didn't even know what pie day was. And I was like, Ugh, you got to be kidding. Someone raised you wrong. But <laughs> um, I that was the one year anniversary of me rededicating my life to Jesus. And in a way that like 
I accepted the relationship and not just the terms and conditions. And mm, so that's good. Yeah, that like was that. like really so that like one year seems like it was forever ago because so much has happened. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. so much blessing after blessing after trial after blessing after reminder of how like huge and just incredible like a relationship with Christ can be. And I feel like in this stage of life that I'm in, it's like I was at a place where I'd grown up with the same people and like I was changing, but my surroundings weren't. And so I started to notice like reactions from people around me or just how like I presented myself because I already had, I was an adult. Like I had the daily rhythms and I had the friend groups and I had like the plan for my future and it literally all like changed Mm -hmm. and a lot of that was like very like very much a blessing but Mm -hmm. it was also really hard Mm -hmm. it was hard for me to like keep like keeping like excited about the fruits because I was like but like this person's gonna think of me differently and especially with planning a wedding it's been really like you're just in this transition and also everything around you is like changing Mm -hmm. and so it was just a lot. It's a, it's an interesting time of life. It's yes. very, and as an adult, it's like you already have what, well, you thought you already had figured out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I switched careers. Mm-hmm. I'm engaged. Like I have, I have new friends. I'm still friends with old friends. Like I'm at a new church. I'm at like, it's just been crazy. Mm. And so that episode was really rewarding to me because it, it reminded me of like how blessed I am now because of obedience in that season Mm -hmm. and like continued obedience as it's like a continued work of redemption and restoration Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. my life. And so that was just really cool to like, not boast about, but almost like, like, like you said, like Mm -hmm. share with Mm -hmm. everyone. Like this is like, this is real. You know, I feel like people don't, I mean, I don't have a story of like, I was addicted to drugs and then went through, like, came out of it with Christ and, or, like, was imprisoned and now, like, I'm set free. I was just, like, an adult, like, working every day. I had Mm -hmm. friends that I've always had. And so my story is not, like, the one in a million that I hear about Mm -hmm. a lot. But it's, like, there's still so much power behind that. Absolutely. You know? And so that episode was, like, oof. Well, I I think that that's a testament to, I mean, because we have all heard the stories of, you know, redemption and, you know, things were really bad and now they're great because of Jesus. We've all heard that story, but there are probably more stories in the Bible of just ordinary, Mm -hmm. ordinary people that God used to do extraordinary things. That's right. And... I think that that shows us so many dimensions of God's character because he sees, he sees it all. He sees the radical redemption story and he sees the, I mean, I I don't want to put a negative spin on this word, but mundane. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that the, the mundane can be some of the most beautiful transformation that we can see is because we can identify with it. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. Yeah. I think sometimes we have to look at it that, um, I remember my oldest son one time coming to me was in a college group at that time, and he was talking about how everybody was 
kind of talking about their Jesus stories. And this person, you know, had been really promiscuous or this mm -hmm. person had been doing drugs or alcohol or this person that, and he says, mom, I really just, I have a testimony like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I mean, he really, really surrendered to Jesus when he was about 15, I think it mm -hmm. was. And I just looked at him and I said, your testimony is all the things that God has saved you from. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's good. You didn't get that's into good. that. You didn't do mm -hmm. this because you've been following him. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's, we lose sight of that, mm -hmm. of just what a miracle it is. And I thought, you know, you were talking about the mundane and I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, okay, Jesus was with his disciples for three years, 24 seven. There certainly were mundane moments. Oh in there. yeah. Oh, there gosh. were lots of them. And I, I mean, to me, that's, I mean, mm -hmm. we lose sight of that right. because we, you know, the scripture gives us those, those snapshots of all these right. different things, but there was a lot of Monday moments in between. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if someone walked up to me and they're like, Hey, would you like like a mundane meeting with Jesus? I'd be like, yes. Like <laughs> that would be <laughs> so cool. We could just sit and like not even say anything. Like <laughs> I could sit and study, like he can do his own thing. Like that'd be so cool. <laughs> And, like, he feels the same thing about us, mm -hmm. you know? And so in those mundane moments, it's, like, I – it's, like, not mundane now. But even in yeah. the moment, like, it just kind of felt like, oh, I'm, like, an adult. Have my life figured out. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. That episode was just so rewarding. And even prepping for it, I was, like, dang, like, this – I think that speaks to how much you've been captured by God's awe and wonder. Because mm -hmm. even if, I mean, I think that's a really great place to be. And one that I've actually prayed to be in. Because mm -hmm. I think that, like anybody, we can just get stuck in ruts. And, oh, yeah. we, you know, and I feel like before I've prayed to God, God just, um, you know, spark my awe and wonder for you. Yeah. and. Yeah. It's when, that's when the mundane starts to become alive and new mm -hmm. and a journey for us mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um, part of the process. Because what we do when, we, when we're actually struck by his awe and wonder is we start to take every circumstance and look at it yeah. at, from a different perspective. Yeah. Not just like, oh, this is just life. Yeah. It's like, what, what do you want to teach me through this? Or how mm -hmm. can I serve someone through this? Or how yeah. can I be a friend to someone yeah, through that's this? So yeah, good. And so I feel like some part of my journey in, in my walk has been asking God to like ignite that spark mm -hmm. of, because I don't want to live just ho-hum normal and I'm bored. I don't want to be bored. Yeah. Like that's the most dreadful way to I live a life. I don't do boring. I, yeah, no, I don't do boring. But when we start to look at our all of our circumstances as something that God can teach us, mm -hmm. um, then I think that, that it creates a lot of room for. Yeah. I feel like it gives you so much purpose too. Like that's one of the biggest things. Like one of the most notable differences is like I used to, I would work 60 hours a week and it was fine. Like I liked work and I liked my coworkers. I worked in an ER and then I would go home and I would eat something, go to bed at 8 a.m. because night shift life. And then I'd get up and do it again. And it was like, this is cool. Like, this is fun. And then one day I was like, what? Like, why? Like, what? Like, <laughs> I was going to say. You know, right. Like, saying out loud, it's like, there's no purpose there. And then I'd be like, well, I get to, like, help save people. And, like, that's great. But I wasn't thinking about that. Like, I didn't carry pride and, like having good compressions or anything like that. And so like today, like 
in teaching, never thought like I would end up going into education, but I left healthcare and now it's like every interaction with every student is like, how can I serve them Mm -hmm. in a way that reflects Jesus? Mm -hmm. And I've even like, it's so rewarding to me when it's only happened like twice, but, but a kid will be like, why are you so like nice? Like you're almost like, like nothing can like break you. And I was like, yeah, I know that you try. Like (laughs) it's very clear to me that you try to break me, but like, you're not going to. And so it's, it's notable even to like a sixth grader. Mm -hmm. And that is rewarding. Mm -hmm. And that puts purpose behind like, Mm -hmm. I flipped my career. Like I, I like turned my life upside down, left everything that I knew. And it was like, it was scary. Mm -hmm. I was like questioning myself at every turn, but there's like, I wake up and I know that I go into work not to go again tomorrow, but to like do as much as I can today. Yeah. You know? And it's just been like, yeah, it like has a I'm lot not, to do with your identity. I can tell right. yeah. you like that. And like, not like burnt, like I don't get burnout, mm-hmm. you know? I feel like burnout is just when you're like, you don't see your purpose behind what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so it's just been really, like that episode is like life-giving. Because it just kind of put all of that into one like, mm-hmm. 50 minute. And the cool thing is that I don't think that we come to this table knowing everything that we're going to talk about or oh, everything no. that no. transpires. <laughs> no, we um, don't. <laughs> but I, I think that that models and should be encouraging to you that sometimes that this kind of work happens through conversations Yeah, and yeah, conversations sure. with other girlfriends or a mentor or a family member mm-hmm. or a spouse. Like these kinds of conversations are so important because just getting the words out there outside of your brain and your body help to form yeah deeper Mm -hmm. thoughts yeah oh yeah I think with like even like talking about the forgiveness which was not my favorite everyone knows that like that brought a sense of freedom so even like Mm -hmm. when you have conversations about the hard things and you're searching for that truth in that transparency like that can bring freedom and that can bring purpose Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then on the flip side when you're talking about something that's like you're really proud of and you're really like grateful for that can bring freedom and that can bring purpose. And so I think that conversation is just so Mm -hmm. crucial. I think the one, one of the ones that I really liked was the one that we did on self care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I think that that episode almost, I think that got the most listens out of all of them. Yeah. Oh really? That's Mm -hmm. interesting. I just, yeah, I just, because uh, number one, just because um, it's such a, topic of conversation mm-hmm. yeah yeah in so many ways and there's such an emphasis on self-care and I think the thing that I really it really um resonated for us to be able to talk about it was just what really self-care is mm-hmm. in comparison to what you know and just indulging in yourself and all that kind of thing which has its place but also what it means to take care of yourself emotionally mm-hmm. to be emotionally yeah. healthy mm-hmm. and to be mentally healthy and physically mm-hmm. healthy and I think that's oh that's when we started talking about forgiveness. That's how that all happened. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is exactly that was, that's what that opened happened. the door to forgiveness. Yeah, that's right. The difficult <laughs> that did, that is what happened. Oh. Yep, <laughs> true. Yeah, but I think because that's um, I think that's something that it's for me. It's been um, a journey to learn how to do that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, having been you know a single parent and things like that, mm-hmm. you tend to just put mm-hmm. yourself on the shelf. 
mm-hmm. and then you and then you self go. on the shelf like elf on the shelf <laughs> elf on the shelf at self on the shelf yeah sorry put yourself on the shelf it is true though yeah and and then because you're focusing in on your kids Mm -hmm. you're focused on taking care of your house you know you know making a living doing all these things Mm -hmm. and then it's like what about me and it can get into a really really bad place and it's so it's been a journey for me to learn what that means um you know through the years as far as how do i take care of myself to be healthy yeah. because if i don't take care of myself to be healthy i'm really going to be no good to my kids mm-hmm. they need a healthy mom mm-hmm. you know i'm the only parent so i better be healthy um and my journey especially mm. um over the past you know over a year of uh, observing a sabbath Mm-hmm. which has been so crucial to my self-care. Yeah. And um, so I think that that's, that one was really the one that kind of like you were talking about, the one about truth and identity and everything was the one that just really got me fired up because mm-hmm. I think it's, um, I don't want to say I have a handle on it, Mm-mm. Yeah, but yeah. it's one that it's, it's like I've seen some progress in my life. Yeah. I guess, oh, that's, yeah. I guess yeah. that's the biggest way to put it. Um, and I guess the other one was um, the one we when we talked about parenting specifically about single parenting, mm-hmm. and um, because um, of course once you become a parent you're always a parent. Mm-hmm. There's no place. To, there's no off ramp. Yeah, I thought it was like everyone always says, 18 years. Oh no! <laughs> and then Sorry. after that episode, I would, like talked to Jordan and I was like, I know we say like 18 years, but like Janice is making me think that it's like. A, like a long time <laughs> <laughs> and he's like yeah we're gonna wait a few years it changes over time but you you know mm-hmm. but you're always going to be mom mm-hmm. yeah I mean think about the way you relate to your own mom you know she's mom you mm-hmm. know so um and the relationship is different than when you were five or yeah. 15 or whatever but um parenting is a lifelong journey and uh, when it comes to single parenting, it's it's a different different kind mm-hmm. of lifelong journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the one I think, um, as I look at it, that that's, you know, I'm still in that journey, obviously, because I'm still here, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I still have kids. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's um, it's been hard in many ways, but it's been good. Yeah. And it just, I think I, you know, went back and listened to that. And it was, I, there were things about it that just even encouraged me in, in my current moments and things mm-hmm. to say, okay. I mean, it's really weird. I don't know. You guys can't, you know, maybe you, some of you that are listening have had this experience. But when you go back and you listen to yourself. Yeah. You know, and sometimes, sometimes you, yeah, sometimes it's like, do I really sound like that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you I know, really because you're listening to yourself in your head and you, it mm-hmm. isn't the way other people hear you, which is mm-hmm. kind of strange. Anyways, but it's really weird to go back and hear what you've said and, like, re- and realize, oh, my gosh. Gosh, I'm like preaching to myself, yes, right? Yeah. We're now preaching where I'm at, to your the, own at this moment, yes. I'm like, I'm being encouraged by something I said yes. before, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of strange, but it's also, in a way, it's a reminder. It's kind of like going back and reading your journal yeah. and saying, okay, I really do know this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a confidence boost. Yeah, God's yeah. really spoken that to mm-hmm. me, and I just needed to be reminded of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I think sometimes, like, my, like you said, like, my desire for my identity to be rooted in truth, like, can be clouded by, like, 
the people pleasing side of me. Like I want to do this so this person doesn't think differently of me. And then I could listen back on that episode and be like, no, like this is your truth, even though I'm hearing my own voice. Mm-hmm. So I think that I've only listened, I've listened back on most of them, but the forgiveness one I have not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I, I remember like the truth one, I was like, I know this. Like, I know this. Mm-hmm. And so I think that can be a really good confidence boost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think as I was thinking back through episodes, the one or the two, I guess, like with parenting, that it just made, I just don't feel like I have a good handle on it because there's so much that's in process right now with, mm-hmm. with my parenting. I want to meet, I want to meet the mom who feels like she has a handle on it. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's, to me, that's kind of like, I'm sorry, but that's kind of kind of like the, you know, the Christian, you know, the Jesus follower who says, I really don't struggle with sin anymore. I mean, come on. I mean, I don't see how you can ever mm-hmm. get to that place in parenting where you just like, man, I've got it's all yeah. figured out. Mm-hmm. No problem. Because all you have to do is just wait until tomorrow and something else will come up that maybe mm-hmm. you don't have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just wait until my kids are eating hot dogs and playing on their tablets. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> And then I pull out a nose Frida to like suck snot out of one of them. (laughs) That's going to be the day I re-listen to that episode. Yeah. We we want pictures. We want pictures. Um, Yeah. I, I don't, it's very daunting to parent. And I, I think it's because I wanted, I wanted, I have a deep desire to do it the right way. Mm -hmm. And I want to do it the right way, but I do it the wrong way so often. And, And I think, I guess, like, I guess what I've been hearing from both of you as we've been talking about this is that through these processes of friendship and parenting and comparison and identity and truth Mm -hmm. and singleness and transparency, that's how you say transparency, is that there's all of it, all of it is in process. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. if you think that you're in a place in one of these stages that disqualifies you from being able to talk about it or to know God's truth about it, then Mm -hmm. you're wrong because God desires so much to bring, bring the redemptive pieces out of those Mm -hmm. parts in process. And Mm -hmm. that's what I've been learning a lot about. And it kind of flows right into our conversation that we had about transparency because I struggle big time, or I guess maybe, maybe if I could put it on a line of continuum, I feel like, you know, I'll never, I'll always, I think we're always going to struggle with certain areas, but with that, the transparency versus perfectionism thing, I feel like I have been on a good chunk of a three-year journey Mm -hmm. on the transparency versus perfectionism. Mm -hmm. And, and it has to do with all the things that we talked about. Yeah. Because... I'm not a perfect parent. I want to be, and I want to do things right, and I want to do things God, God's way, but so often I don't. And my my rebuttal to that is, like, well, I just need to try harder. Mm-hmm. And what I've found, I've been just met face-to-face over the last year with my the taking ownership of my sin in these areas, like in friendship. Like, am yeah. I being a good yeah. friend? Am I gossiping? Mm-hmm. And... I love Pastor Tim's message this past week. Oh my gosh. Because he really challenged yeah. us to go deeper than the, okay, like I don't cuss. 
mm-hmm. or okay, I like I don't gossip, but like, can we think about our thoughts and like, yeah, and yeah. maybe some of the conversations that we have that we think that are with safe people, yeah. Um, if there was like a tape recorder or like if my if I was being recorded and talking about someone and it was played to them, would that be honoring God? Right. And I have to ask myself yeah. those questions because that's really getting down to the sin part and my responsibility in all of this going through these things like friendships and relationships and, and transparency and perfection is because I feel like I've been, I've, I've really, one of my prayers probably the past three years has been God hold up the mirror because I need to see areas where I just, I'm blind to Mm -hmm. and use people and use your scripture and use your Holy spirit to help me pinpoint those areas. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so humbling. It's so <laughs> yes. humbling and yeah. it's ugly yeah. because I'm like, then I, then I run into shame because mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, I'm ashamed that I'm such a bad parent or that I flew off the handle or I dealt with it <coughs> like this, right. or yeah. I gossiped about this person or I whatever. And so I've been learning along the process of, of looking more like Jesus is mm-hmm. that what do I do with my shame and my sin? Am I just mm-hmm. trying to try harder or am I just trying to do better? Or am I just trying to pull myself up by the bootstraps and keep going? Mm-hmm. Or am I genuinely and authentically saying, God, I can't do this without you. And I confess this and this and this. And I need you to change that in me because it is not right. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like I've probably experienced a lot of freedom in those conversations with Jesus to where things when, when things are surrendered to him individually, then I start to see redemption and growth mm-hmm. in some of those areas. Mm-hmm. And I'm, it's almost like it's ironic because I'm almost ashamed that it's taken me, what am I, 36 right. years old. Right. And I've been a Christ follower for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I'm so excited that, that I am learning that now and that mm-hmm. at 36, he has not given up on me. And he still wants to teach me new things. And he mm-hmm. still wants to lovingly and gently point things out in my life that says that is not of me. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it's, I think that there's like, I think I call it a shame sandwich because I think that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> so like Jess mentioned, like she, she felt shameful about something, no, like realized the right way to do it and then felt ashamed that it took her this long, you mm-hmm. know? And so I found that a lot of times I will feel shame and guilt around something and then learn or remember or like remind myself of the truth Mm -hmm. and then feel more shame on the back end because I didn't remember that at the time. Mm -hmm. And so it's like this trap of shame. And I think it's really easy. Sometimes I would catch myself being like, well, this is like spiritual warfare. Like Mm -hmm. this is like Mm -hmm. the enemy trying to distract me and I would kind of like write off the whole thing and kind of dismiss the sin and not really address it because I saw it as that like Mm, okay there's a big difference between conviction and condemnation yes and there's a difference between shame and guilt yes Mm -hmm. because shame is is who I am Mm -hmm. and that's really the enemy Mm -hmm. you know saying you know you're, you're a failure, you're, you're a screw up, you, you, you're awful mom, you're, yeah. you know, whatever. And whereas guilt is, is that comes from the conviction of what I did or mm-hmm. didn't do. 
Mm-hmm. But it, it's your identity in Christ is still intact. Mm-hmm. But, mm, that's you good. know, but shame is the thing that's like, you know, I'm a mistake. I didn't make a yeah. mistake. I am a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I am a failure. I didn't, you know, do something that failed. I'm mm-hmm. a failure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's and that is really important to, yeah. to sort out. I think. Well, and sometimes it, it makes you kind of want to like you said, run in a different direction because Mm -hmm. like ignore it. Yeah. Because like, if you're feeling this, it's hard to like, it's hard to even ask yourself, okay, is this, is this conviction or condemnation? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times we don't want to face what is held up in front of us or what the Holy spirit is actually telling us. Yeah. Like our tongue Mm -hmm. and how we treat others and our thoughts Mm-hmm. about other people or being judgmental <laughs> or whatever. And we don't want to face those head on, head on. And I think we can easily turn it into this like, well, I just like, I'm a failure because I think poorly about people or I'm a, I'm just a failure mm-hmm. because like I, I can't, you know, fix this addiction or, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. when, when really we have a savior that stands right next to us and says, I want to bring you through this. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is my conviction like to you because I want better for you and I have better for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I just want you to choose it. Yeah. Instead of the enemy saying like, you're, you're bad because you did this. Right. And it's just like you said, we pray before every episode. I don't know if that's like a secret, but it's not anymore, but <laughs> we pray before every episode and Jess said, God, thank you for being there in the moment and reminding us that you're there with us, not 20 hours ahead of us mm-hmm. or two years in the future or When we have our act together. And I think that shame can kind of like, there have been times where shame has made me like encouraged me to get my act together before I go to Christ with the sin behind it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I got to fix this and fix this and fix this. And then once the sin's taken care of, then I can go to Jesus and I'll be fine. Like, we don't even have to talk about that. That is old news. But what, like, I put myself through that, and it's difficult, and it's, like, aimless. Like, I don't know Mm -hmm. where to go when he's right there the whole time. Mm -hmm. Like, he's not there once you're ready and once you're all put together. But, and he desperately wants to just hear you say, like, I am having a hard time with this. Mm -hmm. Right. And, like, this is my sin. And, I mean, out loud confession, whether you're in your room alone Mm -hmm. or it's, like, with someone Mm -hmm. that you really trust Mm -hmm. in that square squad, like, game changer yeah very mm-hmm. powerful it's very yeah. powerful i think shame also makes us hide mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah whether it's like physically hiding like isolating yourself from others mm-hmm. or or just putting up walls mm-hmm. or barriers between yeah. you and other people and not again you know we keep touching back on transparency that you know we put the walls up and and so that we aren't allowing people in that normally we would yeah and yeah. um and then ultimately we we isolate and turn and and back up from from Jesus because it's like he couldn't possibly we're listening you know we're listening to lies from the enemy it's like he couldn't possibly forgive me for this right. or he couldn't possibly help me with this or mm-hmm. change this or you know like you were saying I've done this over and over again and here I am I tripped and fell again and you know this is probably just one too many yeah and um or I'm a hopeless case Mm -hmm. or whatever you know whatever it is that that false belief that we're that we're believing and it makes us isolate ourselves Mm -hmm. and instead of you know breaking out and taking that step because he is right there Mm -hmm. he is right there he is he's in your next breath Mm -hmm. he's not far away Mm -hmm. you know um 
I, I remember one time, um, and this still comes up, I remember one time saying, Lord, just, uh, you know, I remember something happened. I don't remember what, because this was a, a couple of years ago, and it was like, it was like, you know, when you feel the conviction of oh, the yeah. Holy Spirit, and it was like, <laughs> oh, that was rather prideful. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. being, you know, being the good Christian that I am, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, Lord, just start, you know, then, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you know, that is, just show me. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like, Oh my gosh! It was mm-hmm. like you know, mm-hmm. it was like yeah. it was popping up all over the place. I know place. it's like almost like be careful what you ask for, right? But really, yeah. but, but it is it's a step in freedom that's when we right. when we ask God to reveal parts of our heart to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a step in the right direction of freedom. Mm-hmm. And I know you've you've probably heard us say the word sanctification before, and that that's what this conversation has me thinking is. Yeah. And really, yeah. it's a fancy word for saying becoming more like Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. we didn't we didn't haphazardly have these conversations about friendships and singleness and parenting yeah. and yeah. truth and authenticity and comparison all that because those those are the very things in our lives mm-hmm. that God wants to use for us yes. to become more yeah. like him. Yeah. yeah. And and you know it it comes like Janice you were talking Um, you were telling us a story before this and saying that those times often come at a cost as well. Mm. And it's, it's, it can be a heavy cost, Mm -hmm. but from your experience, is it worth it? Oh my gosh. Yes. I think when we were talking beforehand, I I had mentioned that um, recently I celebrated uh, my 50th anniversary with Jesus. And yes, I did not except Jesus when I was first born. Okay. <laughs> so you're doing the math, whatever. But I, one of the things I did was, as I was thinking about it, as I started writing down, it's like, well, what have I learned? Mm-hmm. What have I learned? You know, mm-hmm. hopefully it's like, Lord, I know I've learned things, but, and I, and I figured it'd just be a couple things, you know, and I just started writing and yes, everyone who loves me, I did it on a sticky pad, you know, so um, not in my phone. And I started writing these things down, mm-hmm. and I realized, you know, there's always a story with everyone, everything. Yeah. I could think of the circumstance, and, and many times it was, you know, a storm, or mm-hmm. it was something difficult, or it was whatever. And it, it does come as a co- at a cost, but it's how you learn who Jesus is and mm-hmm. how you learn how he feels about you yeah. and, and you, how you learn about yourself. I mean... It's it settles it so that you know that you know that you know that he's good or that yeah. you know that you know that you know that he's faithful, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, all of those things. And while while you guys were talking, it, it occurred to me that one of the episodes we talked about, we talked about the role of women. And all I could think of is, yeah, this is this is who call, God has called us to be mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. here. You know what we're talking mm-hmm. about, women who are on the path to becoming more like Jesus so that by the way we live our lives, that it's a testimony to the world mm-hmm. about how he can take us and all of our, you know, lumps and bumps and yeah. that stuff and use it for his glory to point to him, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, yeah. yeah. Yes, it does come as a cost. I want to read uh, a little bit of Psalm 105 just as we close in this conversation. Um I actually read it this morning and I knew that we were going to be kind of recapping today and it just 
I think it just fits so well because in Psalm 105, it basically is a 10,000 foot view of what God did in the Old Testament. I mean, if you need a good Old Testament recap, just go to <laughs> Psalm 105. Because, oh, I mean, first of all, it, ta- it starts out talking about how God is holy and he's th- our strength and all that. And then it dives right into Abraham and it talks a little bit about Abraham and it talks about Jacob and then it talks about the birth of the nation of Israel. And, um, but I mean, it has things in here that say things like when they were but few in number, few indeed, and strangers in it, they wandered from nation to nation, from one king to another. He allowed, this is the Lord, he allowed no one to oppress them for their sake. He rebuked kings. Do not touch my anointed ones. Do my prophets, my prophets no harm. I mean, like this is just one little paragraph and, but it, it's talking about, I mean, when they were, they felt outnumbered, they were lonely, mm-hmm. they wandered around. I mean, if we yeah. think about in our short span of life, how we go through valleys mm-hmm. and we feel the loneliness and we feel like times we don't have friends or we don't have community yeah, and purpose. yeah. And so, you know, as we keep reading, he talks about Joseph and how he was sold as a slave. That is one line. But there is a whole story about Joseph being sold as a slave. And if you put yourself in his shoes, then, I mean, if you think about the amount of just heaviness that 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 would be. But this is only one line in here because I said it was a 10,000 foot view. But then we go along and it just says the king sent and released him. The ruler of people set him free. So it talked about the redemption in that. And then we get to um, Israel being led into Egypt. And that was where Moses needed to go to Pharaoh and let his people go. And I mean, that was a whole thing. If you think about Mm -hmm. what it was like to be an Israelite in captivity Mm -hmm. in Egypt, um, and the land was so dark to them. And then you Mm -hmm. witnessed all those plagues and God doing miraculous things. And so it kind of takes a section and talks about the things that he did there. And then he freed them from captivity and it said he spread out a cloud as a covering and a fire to give light at night. And they asked and he brought them quail. He fed them with the bread of heaven. So he provided and he protected. Mm -hmm. And then it goes down to say that um, it ends the last verse of this. Psalm 105 says all this happened so that they might keep his statutes and obey his instructions. Praise Mm -hmm. the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I read that mm-hmm. last line and I was like, oh, that's my whole life. Yeah. yeah. When, yeah. when I can look back at mm-hmm. the, the valleys and the mountaintops and the hard and the good and the beautiful and the ugly, mm-hmm. I can look back to say all that has happened that I might keep God's commands mm-hmm. and that I make, I like, would obey his instruction because obedience, like when we, when we show obedience to Christ, like we're, showing the gospel to others mm-hmm. around us. Yeah. And, and then the last line, praise the Lord. I mean, cause you look back and you're thinking, and this is a recap of probably 400 years. Right. Yeah. And we, we have, you know, if we, if we were one of these people in this story, we would be one line. Our life would be literally one line in that mm-hmm. story. And I say that to encourage us that all of the things that we go through are not in vain and God does not waste one second That's right, of yeah. the trials of the yeah. circumstances that we go through because what he wants us to do is to come out on the other side and praise him 
for what he's brought us through and then obey the rest of his commands. Because yeah. when we do that, we make we make a spectacle of God and who he is in our lives. That's and right. then, mm-hmm. I mean, just to tie in like where we started at the very beginning, it's all about wanting to tell others around us like, hey, yeah. all this work so that good. God's doing in my life is not me. Yeah. It's not yeah. me. And mm-hmm. I couldn't manufacture any of this. It's his grace in my life. So I don't know if that encourages anyone listening, but I know it did to me this morning. I was like, sanctification, no matter how long it takes, because it takes so long (laughs) to, to understand the reason that he does things sometimes. Yeah. But I know all three of us have, you know, sitting here, even in one year or mm-hmm. 50 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a really amazing yeah. that that just got brought up yeah. is that one year anniversary of knowing Jesus in 50 years is that he's worked in your life at mm-hmm. one year and he's worked in your life at 50. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And there's even more ahead. <laughs> oh, it, it doesn't. I mean, it's um, one of the scriptures that I've read recently. It talks about... Um, about, you know, those that are righteous, you know, and they're mm-hmm. transplanted into the house of the Lord, that even when they're, you know, in old age, they will be vital and green mm-hmm. and all this yeah. kind of thing. And I read that and, and it's like, yeah, so that's what I have to look forward to because yes. I don't feel like I'm in old age. Yeah. So I'm thinking, so that means that the, the adventure continues mm-hmm. because yeah. I think walking with Jesus is an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. boring. And, and so that's, that's my future. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, it just continues. Yeah. 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 I found myself reflecting on the past year and just kind of thinking of like the different roles I've had, the different things I've done and experience. And I like for just a minute, like a millisecond, I was like, what, like what else could like happen? And then I was like, Oh, he definitely heard <laughs> Why that. Did I think that <laughs> he definitely heard that. And then I was like, but I'm like kind of excited. Like yeah. that's like, it's so cool yeah. <laughs> when you think about the year and you're like, that was so much. Like, mm-hmm. how could it possibly be or like 50 years? Like, look at this list. Not even that you mm-hmm. could even like possibly write down everything mm-hmm. that has happened. But like you look at this list and you look at what he's done and you're like, for a millisecond, I was like, what could possibly? And then I was like, mm-hmm. stay tuned. <laughs> 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 and mm-hmm. it's like exciting. Like yeah. you get kind of giddy. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. This was a great season. I know. I loved it. I I loved every moment. I know. Thank you for joining us along the journey. Hopefully it served as um, some insight or encouragement for you. Mm -hmm. I know that I learned lots walking through this season. And stay tuned on our um, inspired Instagram page. Mm -hmm. And um, because we've got some really exciting things coming up and, um, and there will be, there will be more podcasts, but we're going to be on a little break right now uh, to get ready for some of our inspired summer circles. And then also we're going to be hard at work planning for the conference because that is going to be a not miss event. So it's going to be so good. Yeah. You don't want to miss it. So watch for registrations coming out soon and we'll see you next year. See you then. Thanks so much for listening. Our hope is that everyone who hears these episodes, near or far, would know that the invitation at our table is always open. You might not be sitting at this table, 
but our desire is that you would join in on these conversations. So if you were inspired by today's talks, send us an email at inspired at the x.church. We'd love to hear your thoughts, stories, and questions. And as always, don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. 